welcome to the Christchurch Winston-Salem podcast. To learn more about Christchurch, visit us at ChristchurchWS.org. Subscribe to our podcast at our website, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening. Tonight we gather for Maundy Thursday. To translate for us common folk, it just basically means Commandment Thursday or New Commandment Thursday. To remember, we gather to remember a particular scene in the life of Jesus. A scene summarized with these words that came right after our gospel reading in John 13. A new commandment I give to you that you love one another just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. We say in our liturgy every Sunday on the night that he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread And then he took wine and he ate his last supper with his disciples. And on this night, in this world, on this earth that we live in and on 2,000 years ago, Jesus washed his disciples' feet. He instituted his supper, the marriage supper of the Lamb. In the beginning, Adam and Eve received food as a gift in the garden. And they had fellowship with, fellowship with God and with one another, but food became their downfall and table fellowship was broken. Fast forward to the end of the story, Revelation 19. Our Lord Jesus will one day return to gather us all around his table of thanksgiving. And this table, our restored fellowship in Christ around this table is central to the gospel story. In the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, Jesus reclined at table with Levi and other tax collectors. He reclined at table with Pharisees. He reclined at table with countless sinners, with servants. The rich man denied table fellowship with the poor man Lazarus, but King Jesus reclined at table with his disciples, with the one who would betray him. He ate with every one of them that would abandon him that very night. When Jesus rose again from the grave, he broke bread with his disciples again. He reclined at table again, and the disciples began to fully know the Lord Jesus in the power of his resurrection. Luke chapter 13 and verse 29, and people will come from east and west and from north and south and recline at table in the kingdom of God. This is good news. This is gospel. The spirit of Christ was not done yet. It was not done yet. Peter sat and ate with the Italian Gentile Cornelius. Paul reclined at table with every person imaginable. With Lydia, the Philippian jailer, with Jason, Prissa, and Aquila, 
Titius, Justus, the Maltese, the Roman Jews, with disciples in Tyre, with the brethren in Ptolemas, with Philip in Caesarea, with Manasseh and the Cypriot in Caesarea, with the brethren in Jerusalem. Restored table fellowship was at the heart of the gospel, and it still is today. It still is today. We gather together tonight to remember Jesus's last supper with his disciples, the creator God, the one who was and is and is to come, the creator God on his knees washing feet, breaking bread with his creatures, with his creation, who at this point in the story were still super self-centered, arm wrestling with one another for the place of honor at the table next to Jesus. To gather together and walk through a liturgy on Maundy Thursday, to get on our knees in liturgical humility, to wash each other's feet before we come to this table, to do these liturgical acts outwardly in this place is easy. It's easy. But this table and all of these liturgical acts, repentance and foot washing, the Lord's table are not meant to stop here in this place. Liturgical repentance should overflow with true prayer closet repentance. Foot washing, taking on the role of the lowliest servant in your life, This has to overflow into our homes, into our workplaces, into the world. Welcoming all people at the Lord's table should overflow in welcoming others at our family tables. This liturgy that we follow tonight is easy. But to model these liturgical acts in our homes is hard. It's hard day in and day out to live lives of true inward repentance is hard. It's hard. True everyday foot washing humility is hard. We are quite bad at that. To recline at table with thanksgiving at every meal, every time you sit down with your kids, with your friends, at the drive through with thanksgiving and joy in real life, to do that is hard. Self-centered table fellowship, arm wrestling for the place of honor is easy. That's normal. That's normal for us. We got that down. So here's the question tonight that I want to answer. If restored and joyful thanksgiving table fellowship is at the heart of the gospel, How are we to get what we enact here in this place, at this table, into our homes every day? How's that supposed to work? My deepest longing, I think all of our deepest longing, is for joyful and life-giving and satisfying table fellowship. It represents everything that's great about being with other people, about being a human being. How do we get there? It's so hard. Well, the simple answer of this story and the simple answer of our liturgy, the way we walk through this liturgy, we're about to walk through this 
The only way to restore life-giving table fellowship in our lives, in our normal lives, in our homes, is to get on our knees first. It's it's to be humble. It's to come to the table with faith and repentance in all humility to serve one another, to love one another, especially when they are boneheaded, self-centered, power-hungry. Those are the people that we fellowship with. That's the people we look at in the mirror. Be a blessing to your terrible server at the restaurant. Endure with patience and loving discipline your toddler's antics. Endure with patience your 35-year-old husband's toddler antics. (laughs) Prepare the meal, set the table, wash the dishes, wash feet first. Is the servant greater than his master? The only way to restore life-giving table fellowship, the only way to enact this scene of restored fellowship in your home is to humbly kneel before one another, to kneel before your betrayer, to love your enemy, to kneel before your hard-headed friends or disciples or son or daughter or father or mother or Yeah, all of us, every one of us, whether it is our brother and sister biologically or our brothers and sisters in the pew, kneel before your passive and sinful husband. Kneel before your broken and sinful bride. The only way to restored table fellowship is to first start on your knees, to come with humility, with faith and repentance for sin. Last week at Bible reading, I remembered Thanksgiving with my family growing up. At our Bible reading class, I was remembering our Thanksgiving meals with a motley crew, a whole lot of really interesting characters. All the voting blocks represented, every identity you can think of is there. But when grandma was there, when grandma was there, The fellowship was sweet. The fellowship was sweet. The humble head of our family gathering, she washed every foot in that home. She she washed every foot in that home, and the fellowship was sweet. And when she went home to be with the Lord, table fellowship wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. And all it takes is one matriarch, one patriarch, one leader to lead with humility and joy to restore table fellowship. fellowship. You You can change an entire family tree with humility around the table. And this is what we all desperately need. We need the highest among us to get on their knees and serve, not with liturgical humility only, but with day in and day out humility, with prayer closet humility, eating with and serving the lost and the least and the most annoying, eating with and serving one another, the broken and beautiful family of God gathered together in peace. 
in this room and in our homes. But more than grandma, more than grandma and more than great servant leaders, we need the head of the body to wash us. Jesus Christ, the head of the church, we need him to restore us in humble and life-giving table fellowship at this table. Jesus has already accomplished once for all our redemption, our restored fellowship at this table. So tonight, we look back at his Last Supper. We gather today at this table, and we look forward to the marriage supper of the Lamb. This is the gospel story that we are participating in this evening. We remember and we proclaim that Christ has died and Christ is risen and Christ will come again. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Thanks for listening. To learn more about Christchurch, visit us at ChristchurchWS.org. Subscribe to our podcast at our website, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts.